not, I should not say. You should not say. Just turn turning on the mic. You like you shut. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. You have to sing to the song. Well, I agree with you. It is a great song. I, I've loved this song since the first time I heard it. What what, what year did this song come out? I'm going to call it eighty three. I remember. I remember. I was eight years old. Nine Were you? Years old. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, song. it's a great tune. 80s was filled with a lot of good stuff. Y- you know, I, I have uh, figured it out. Well, good. Does God know? Well, I you, told God. God and Ted? <laughs> are they hey, aware? God. Are hey, they God. Aware? It's Ted Gardella. I got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Take this one. Sit, sit this one out, bud. So I'll tell you this one, okay? I I listen to, and, and you've got Sirius. You listen to the 80s channel, don't you? Uh, I don't have Sirius anymore. They tried to screw me, so they canceled Good plan. So that's the end of the song. Anyway. So we have, uh, if you have Sirius, mm-hmm. you can listen to like a 70s channel, 80s, 90s. 90s. You can yep. get that virtually anywhere, I actually. used to, yes. But... But so they've got the 80s channel, and every week they run like this week in the 80s, the top 40. Nice, you know. And uh, actually, if you listen to the TuneIn app, uh, the the old American top 40 shows oh with God. with Casey Kasem. Kasem, I used to listen. Okay, there they've got a whole syndication package of 70s and 80s too. And all you have to do is go in the TuneIn app, pull it up. TuneIn app. Tune in. I'm yeah. going to actually do this because all I do is listen to blue, blue Amazon music. So tune in is good. You can you can access virtually any radio station. Is this a paid promotion? No. Okay. Just not anymore. <laughs> not any. They canceled. Yes. They used to advertise, but they canceled. You said asshole one time too many. Um, no. So so I and I listened to the the top forty show. You know. Very cool. And the one that always gets me is 1980 because it is this great mixture of every kind of music. Yeah. You have rock music, yeah. you have pop music, you have soul, mm-hmm. you have country. And if you catch it on the right weeks, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, or Tony Bennett could have a hit in the top 40. Yeah. You could take the country out for me, but yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm with you, but 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 that you have that much of a variation. Now everything is auto-tuned yeah. hip hop or the modern day hillbilly thing. Mm-hmm. I had a I, buddy it, of mine send me today a um, it was a big daddy a big daddy Kane YouTube song. He sends me music every once in a while, old school rap and stuff like that. I love the old school stuff. Even that, like you're just talking about the rap nowadays. It's yeah. it's brutal, and it all sounds the same. You can't even understand what they're saying because it's so auto tune. <laughs> Money. I'm not even say the other b word. You know what I mean? They just say you can't really even understand what they're saying. It's I don't even consider it music. Money is a b word. The no, the one that goes after the money. If you if into like the rap stuff. It, you know, I'm the, not. I, I, the female I dogs. The word Jerry. That bitch. That's not a big deal, is it? Eh, sometimes I guess. Is it? Okay. The well, way, the context, way they throw it around, it is. Okay. <laughs> in the rap songs, are you kidding me? I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. 
That's what's so funny about nowadays. Everybody gets like canceled for everything. All you gotta do is go listen to some '90s rap, and there would be no black, no black musicians in any music. Like they, they make fun of gay people. They talk about women in all sorts of way. It's like they got, they have a special privilege card when it comes to saying anything about gays or women, because they can say anything. Just listen to '90s rap. Yeah. But they cancel people from like the '60s and the '70s for saying something back then. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who is it? Who is that cooking woman that said the N word like eighty five years ago? Oh, what was her name? Yeah. Southern Southern woman. What was her name? Yeah. See, it's gonna drive me crazy now. Who knows? Somebody in the chat's gotta know. I can't remember her name. Somebody has. They to brought know. her back recently. I think oh, on what the some hell was like her name? home shopping network. It's thing. not Rachel Ray. No, no, she is dog food that that kills dogs. She got I, I thought you were gonna say dog face. No, she got sued. Uh, oh God! What is that broad's name? I don't know. Oh, I said broad. It's a bad B oh, word. Oh, boo, boo, boo! What's her name? All you have All to right. do is say "got canceled" for saying the. She cooks and she says the N word, like forty-five years ago. <laughs> One time, yes. And it was while reading uh, right? "To the, Kill a Mockingbird." <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh God! What was her name? All right, somebody put it in the chat. Canceled for saying the N word, and she cooks. And she cooks. <laughs> what a set She's of. She's uh, overweight, what? and she cooks. Cook, canceled. Ooh, see, that's all how you throw it down on Google. Tubby woman <laughs> canceled. N word. Cook. Uh, yeah, I guarantee. N word. Cook canceled for N word, and I'm going to Google it, and I guarantee it's going to pop right up. Emerald yep. Lagasse. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. It, it came red. It came red, first article. <laughs> chef, uh, celebrity chef Paula Dean. That's using N word. There it is. While reading To Kill a Mockingbird, <laughs> or just she read lyrics from '90s rap. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, it's been a, an interesting week. How was your week so far? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know were you present for the week? <laughs> barely. Uh, well, well, well let, let's get the show started. I was going to say, because there's some interesting stuff. Let me, I got off of Facebook for a lot of reasons. Right. The drama, this, the constant stuff. I'm retired now, so I don't want to do any of that crap anymore. <laughs> like... Like just arguing. With, <laughs> I'm retired now. Arguing with stupid people about things like civics, like things that you should have learned in high school. Yes, but let me tell you, next door has been lit lately. Has it? Yes. Yes. Well, you know, you, 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 you do keep me abreast. It is one of the worst social uh, media sites. Um, just, it's a horrible app. The way it just functions. It's a horror story. <laughs> the way it functions is horrible. Like you see stuff from California for, for from six weeks ago. Yeah, it's next door, California. But I get it either way. California's right next. But door. But let me tell you something. There's been stuff going on. Some I told you that comment that that woman said to me earlier. I was like, Are you yeah. gotta be kidding? How ignorant? Okay, so so the, here's one of my not favorite expressions hmm. that I've been railing against lately. Let's put a pin in it. Oh, it's so overdone. Let's hold, put a pin in it. Can we? Hold. St- Here's my idea. After this. Okay. Let's put a pin in saying, let's put a pin in it. Okay. Let's, okay. Put a pin, let's not say put a pin in it anymore and put a pin in it. Right. Got it. And so it, let's get the show started and then you can go on to this uh, next door thing. Got it. All right. Here we go. 
Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Okay, there we are. Hey now, Kev. Hey now. Hey now, everybody. Welcome to the Exeter Underground number 44. I'm Jerry Gellif. He is... Kevin Fold. And we are here to inform, titillate, annoy, Mm. and what else? (laughs) You get the fourth one. Tick off? Tick off, okay. Tick off is a little bit more than annoy. Yeah, okay. I can allow it. Good. Thank you. I get allowed. Appreciate that. You're welcome. So, um, as we were talking before, we uh, you said, "How was my week?" It's going fine. It's going fine. Uh, we had uh, extra basketball, basketball game, game Monday night. Oh my god! Yeah, boys tore it apart. And we, you and I got in a back and forth about why Redding showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see my point now? Six of the Redding players this, showed up to taunt. I guess this is the part that everyone uh, that I love. And becoming more of the community in the last year or two, I, I've seen things. And I try to definitely shop locally. Everyone's like, you know, the, there's this assumption about Jerry that I love listening to people. <laughs> and then there's other people that that think he's such a great guy. And he is. But there's other people that just think that, like, you're negative and everything. Mm-hmm. And if they actually got to know you, you're probably one of the most positive people. And give people the benefit of the doubt all the time. I'm right. like... I'm like the black cloud and the black pilled when it comes yeah. to things when you and I talk about things. Yeah. We were talking about the I said, did, did you see the Reading guys? Because I was at the game, Jerry. Obviously, his guys, him and his guys did the game. I see the Reading guy, the Reading crew showed up. He's like, Yeah, they were just there to watch some basketball. I'm like, No. I said, maybe they were just there to watch some basketball. <laughs> and I, I mean, what what kind of what kind of asshole shows up to taunt people? I, Even I, I wouldn't do that. I believe it was a total troll to come to the game. So close after Friday. In which Reading beat Exeter. Yes. At the county And to sit there. Now, I will give them credit. They didn't clap for Shippensburg. Right. And they didn't clap or make any noise. They just sat there and ate their pizza, which, man, those kids ate like two pieces. They went out twice and ate. But they were just... You were really watching them. They were right sitting in front of me across the court. Yeah, I, I might have my attention diverted. Like I, I you were up behind them. Yeah, but they uh, were quiet. They didn't really pay attention or anything. They were paying attention to the game. They didn't cheer. They didn't boo. They didn't do anything. So perhaps they were there to watch them. As my point was to you, <laughs> basketball can be watched on TV, and you're like, "Well, not this game." I'm like, "Oh my god!" See, but I'm is, telling you the truth. This is my point about Jerry. He's so <laughs> giving the benefit of the doubt to people. Where I'm just like. They're they're doing something negative always. It's just my experience through life. <laughs> I swear that's what it is. It's like every, everyone has bad intentions. Why would you go to that game? I don't know. I don't got, watch I would ba- do it to watch some basketball. I would do. Bull. You know what? I've got news for you. Okay, mm. I'm a if I'm a Reading basketball player, and that would be weird because I'm five foot six, fifty seven, and hey. white. Muggsy Bogues, dude. Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> minus the white part. He's shorter than you. So so if if I was a Reading basketball player, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, they're playing somebody from out of the county. I'm going to go, and I'm going to show my support for Berks County. 
dude. There you go. Dude. There you go. Please. There you go. Please. Just put you in your place. Get out of here. <laughs> that is, everyone in the whole audience is like, Jerry, no. No, 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 no. No, they were there to troll. Mm-hmm. They were there to troll. Probably. They knew what side to sit on. But they weren't, they weren't, well, they didn't want to get hit. <laughs> they sat on the Exeter side. People would have pummeled them. I don't know. It was pretty full over there, too. Man, it was hot in that, that building. A lot of people in there. A lot more than the other game against Ole. So I heard mm. that 4,400 people showed up at that championship game. Uh, Exeter. At Satanner? Reading, yeah. Oh, wow. 4,400 people. That's a lot of folks, man, and for would, high school basketball. I'd say about 4,300 of them were Reading people. No, <laughs> well, quite a few. Yeah. So um, getting into the good stuff. Yes. We were talking back about the uh, next doors. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> one, two, everyone's all wants to bash Dave Hughes. Right? Well, that's the... That's like the preoccupation here in Exeter. Someone did make a comment on there that that we'd say that he's the Trump of Exeter, something like that. Mm-hmm. So obviously they listened to the show. Oh, they said, or yeah. as it was one of the Ted Gardella fan clubs. Oh, I don't know if it was the president, but they're definitely. A, I'm not the president. I'm definitely a member. But either way, um, I don't know if it was not the, the hair club for men, though. <laughs> Could be the other one. But um, so Dave had. I saw this was very interesting today. And this has to do with the supervisors and Betsy and everything. So Dave posted some emails, which they they I've noticed that they like to bash him for his social media. If they are so against him posting their emails, wouldn't you think about maybe editing your emails or writing your emails to Dave? Maybe a, with a little bit. If you'd here's, yes, here's something that I learned a long time ago: never say anything that you won't uh, or text that you don't want others to see. Right. Like if you're if I'm emailing you or texting you something, obviously there's a little bit different. But if I'm texting someone that I know does not like me, yeah, or emailing somebody that I know doesn't like me, I'm not going to put anything in there that can be thrown back in my face. This guy could use this, and he's already got a uh, he has a solid track record of just turning his stuff out onto social media. Right. So so why, as you're saying, mind your words. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's. He has no issue putting it on social media. No. And guess what else? You can't do a damn thing about it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. He's a public official. So if you actually wanted these, you could do right to know for these. Well, things. absolutely. Right. So I don't know why they're so upset about him putting emails on social media. Because they're saying things that are not kosher. So let's get to that. Okay. So Dave Hughes had posted this one on uh, for the Exeter residents for honest government. Dude, when you sent this to me, <laughs> I was I I, I I was flabbergasted. I actually went, God damn! I commented to Dave, <laughs> "Unreal, this is unreal." Okay, get to it. Okay, so Dave had posted. Uh, I have been trying to get to get the purchase orders for the purchases approved by the board on February thirteenth to no avail. So I asked for a purchase order policies and procedures. Dear Mary, this is Dave Hughes. Dear Mary, coming back to my initial ask, can you provide me with the copies of the purchase orders related to approved purchases from the February 13th meeting? In addition, I am now curious. Can you also please provide me 
with the policy and procedures for purchasing related to both professional services and capital equipment, and also curious, who receives and processes purchase orders? Thank you, Supervisor Dave Hughes. Okay, so let's go with, these are really not crazy questions no. for a supervisor to ask. No, it's just... It's, it's not a crazy ask. So... How many approved purchases were there on February 13th? That's the real question. Uh, I don't I, know. If we, the the police things, I'm guessing. Okay. So because there was a lot of dispute about how... The, well, he kept bringing up in the meeting... The cameras. About how, the cameras, the scale, the license plate reader, okay. the... You know, whatever the hell else. So maybe there six was like from three the, or four things. Okay. So let's say overall six. Just for shits and giggles? Okay, let's say it. Okay. So let's say there's six. So she needs to send him the purchase orders for six things. Six purchase orders. Uh, seems to me you would have a PDF, grab it, and drag it into the email. Okay. <laughs> What's so hard about that? I, it seems simple to me. And then... But I do this kind of stuff all day long. So did I for a long time. Um, in a different way, but yeah. Um, I'm curious you also provide me with policy and procedures for purchasing related to professional services and capital equipment. Also go to the, pol- the, the township's policy manual, copy and paste, and or drag it over into the email. Not difficult. Doesn't seem it. Isn't that her job? Uh, if it's not her job, it is her job to assign to it delegate. to somebody to do. Correct. Okay. So Dave wrote, what sort of sh- <laughs> reply should I expect? Here's what he got. Now, this is unreal. And this is like, you just read the comments on on next door from this. And now everyone, listen, like we say all the time, I get Dave Hughes. I don't agree with the man 100% of the time. Right. And I also don't agree with the way he does things 100% of the times. But also, you can't also pick the people that are fighting for what they believe in. I, I believe in what Dave's fighting for. Yes. You know what I mean? Transparency, not raising to you know, not having to raise taxes so we get our spending in order, and keeping an eye on the spending that's actually happening, Correct. which he's trying to do right now. Yes, give me the copies of the per- please. Can you provide me with the copies of the purchase orders related to approved purchases from February thirteenth? Here's Betsy's reply. <laughs> if we want to break this up, because we're gonna have to, because it's <laughs> unreal. Supervisor Hughes. I'm surprised she didn't say a-hole Hughes. Well, this is in keeping with their new policy that they broke the very night yeah. that they passed it. Right, that you can't. Well, she's not even a supervisor. That you can't defrain somebody. <laughs> Those shirts are for sale, by the way. <laughs> We're going to answer that at the end of the show. Um, supervisor Hughes, how about if I put this discussion on the agenda and the board, if needed, can make a motion for something or another and take a vote? That's the first sentence. Do we want to break that one down? Yes, we do. Okay. Now. Why do you need to put this on the agenda? Why would you need to put it on the agenda Mm -hmm. to give somebody information that they are A, entitled to as a supervisor, Mm -hmm. and B, asking for? Mm -hmm. Is this, am I, I'm just, call me a CEO conspiracy on this one here, theorist. But did they do the same thing that the super, that the township building did? That they made up a policy 
that Dave wasn't allowed in there with unless he held the hand of another supervisor or he wasn't allowed. So did they do a policy that Dave Hughes isn't allowed to be given any information unless it's voted on or okayed by Ted Gardella and George Bell? Not that I'm aware. Well, that we weren't aware that we hold on. This is my point of the conspiracy. Well, they're completely making shit up is the bottom line. I'm right. But did they do an internal non-legit policy like they supposedly like all those people and you look you if you read the stuff that on the Exeter WikiLeaks put through that there was assumptions by a lot of the employees inside the township building that Dave Hughes had to have his hand held when to come into the supervisor the township media right uh, building this also go ahead I'm sorry so did they did they do a a non-vote non-legit uh, policy between Ted and George where, and Dave and, and Michelle where they said we're not going to send anything to Dave Hughes? If they did, mm. they worked in counter to the law. Right. Well, they, they have been doing But this. this is what they do. Right. They don't work within the law. They're pieces of garbage that work for what they want yeah. and, then and they, do whatever they want. And then they then, attack the guy who's expecting them to follow the law and then wanting them to give up the information, which basically will show that they didn't do, follow the law. Right. Hence why they're attacking the guy that's asking the questions. Right. Okay. See, this is the part with Dave. I, I, I don't, maybe, maybe if he did it in a nicer way and talked like this and held everyone's hand and did a little bit of a tushy pat and every once in a while, I'd be like, hey, guys, how are you? Could I you, have some POs? Can I have those? Hey, Betsy, you look nice today. Did you just get your hair did? Um, Betsy, can I have some coffee? That perfume please? is divine. <laughs> Instead of, uh, you know what I mean, huh, David? Listen. No, I don't think it would. You know why? Because they're assholes? A, because they're assholes. Mm. And two, that was intentional. Because <laughs> I used to have a supervisor that would do that. And that's for three reasons. A, that, 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 two, and every time he did it that way. He didn't even know he was doing it. He was dumb. So anyway, uh, no, A, yes, what you said. Mm-hmm. And B, they're trying to cover shit up. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, they are trying to keep things covered up. Up. There is no question. They hid the harassment report. Mm-hmm. They sued me over the harassment report leak. Mm-hmm. Okay? They are trying to hide stuff. The people of this township need to get on board yeah. with the fact that your supervisors are hiding scads of friggin' information. And being tyrants trying to cover it up. That's right. Mm-hmm. So now on March 1st, let's tell them this. On March 1st, I am due a right-to-know request concerning the expenditures at the Reading Country Club for the months of October, November, and December, which they refuse to give me even though they have to have them. They extended it to the 30-day thing. I'm waiting to get to 30 days, and they go, you can't have it. And in which case, you know, I mean, now I got to... What I will do, honestly, this time I will pay a lawyer to fight this with the OOR because I am not going to take this shit anymore from them. But if they do give it to me, they've had this information since, let's just say, mid-November. Yeah, if if, if you're a man of God, like Ted says he is, if you have nothing to hide, why not? Democracy dies in darkness, Jerry. Who's sitting in a chair of negativity now? Well, and it's it's covered with plastic. Feces? 
<laughs> no, it's covered in plastic so he doesn't get feces on. <laughs> it's like the old Italian, like when we were kids, you go in your grandparents' house or your great grandparents' house and they have like that hard, clear vinyl. Over oh, the my couches. God. Yeah. Ooh, they don't, does anyone do that anymore? I don't know. I, I mean, I would hope that. No. I would hope no, but uh, that might be so ingrained in the Italian woman in South Philly. No, I think why it they just did goes it is because their families they shot people, and then then you didn't get the blood on the couch. <laughs> maybe I, I, maybe I've seen too many mafia movies. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I'm I'm far. I've watched too many documentaries. Anyway, so, go so, on. so uh, the second sentence here starts. I'll start from the beginning. Supervisor Hughes, how about if I put this discussion on the agenda, and the board, if needed can make a motion for something or another and take a vote. Perhaps the wording can be approve, reject, table a majority of the board to authorize request to staff made by any one or two board members. So innocuous information innocuous information has to be brought before the board for them to thumbs up or thumbs down. Mm-hmm. This is what she's proposing? Yeah. That he could ask for, uh, Betsy, can you provide the color of the police uniforms? Nope, we have to vote on it. Nope, we have to put that before the board, and they have to give a thumbs up or thumbs down. She's looking to make the meetings even friggin' longer. Mm-hmm. How's that? Well, she also knows that, that it, you know what, I kind of hope they do do this. I hope, go ahead, Betsy. Put it up to a, have them have your boys Ted and 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 Grumpy Groucho, uh, Groucho put it up to a vote, and then see if they're going to vote giving another and another supervisor the the copies of the POs. Really, I want to see. I want to see them vote against giving Dave Hughes copies of the purchase orders. That's what I want to see. Good, good job on Betsy. I've really changed my mind. It's ridiculous for Betsy not to give him the POs, but you know what? Maybe she has a point. Let's put it on Teddy Boy and George. Make them vote not to give Dave the stuff. It's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we'll see exactly what they're hiding. Why don't you want to send them, Betsy? Well, okay, well, you want to put it up to vote? Then we'll put it up to Ted, Michelle, and th- them vote. Because the funniest part is that I see these comments and I hear them at the meeting saying, well, you know, somebody had the gall on next door to say that Dave Hughes doesn't come to meetings prepared. <laughs> the, really, because Dave Vollmer was asking Dave Hughes what was wrong with the budget. So he with the numbers, that's where the guy got the numbers nicknames. <laughs> so he, he emailed me the problems with it. Let me know. Can you send us an email with all the problems? Talk about being unprepared, right? One <laughs> plus one is two. <laughs> right? Yeah, Dave Hughes is the one that's not prepared when he's the one who went through the whole budget and told everybody that there's parts of it that don't make any sense and it's actually illegal to pass this budget. But anyway, so let's see them vote against Dave Hughes getting the information. It is a good way of looking at it, but but this is really disturbing mm-hmm. because she is proposing that they put together a policy. It's not bad enough that they don't want to give information to the public, to the people who pay for it. Right, but not somebody that was elected. But now they don't want to give it to their elected representative, and it's an innocuous request. He's not asking for somebody's social security number. Nope. He's not asking for their home address. He's not asking for the mother's 
maiden name so that he could, you know, uh, 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 steal the title of their home. You know, none of this stuff is going on. Here's the other question. Dave Vollmer emailed her and asked her that stuff. Is she going to do the same thing? No. There's the other side. What about Teddy Boy? No. What about George? No. No. Nope. about Michelle? No. Nope. No. She's not. She's just going to say, okay, here, hold on one second. The, the, the email to them literally be like, oh, hold on. All I have to do is copy and paste it. Here you go. All I have to Give do is drag seconds. it into the all I have to do is drag it into the email. Yeah. Hang on. Hold on. I get it for you right away. Do no a song problem. and dance while do while, while doing it too. Here you go on the rest of the email. Um <laughs> I know this will be misinterpreted, but I simply do not have extra hours each week to dedicate to your queries. I am sorry for not having what, time. what the frig are you doing then? <clears throat> what are you doing then? So she's talking. I, I know this will be interpreted, but I simply do not have that. How do you misinterpret that? Ah, I don't have time for you for all your questions. Ah, I don't have time for you. But if Ted emailed her, I'm sure she'd be like, sure, buddy. There's only four supervisors that I love. Remember when she said that? <laughs> I on do Hotline? remember that. I'm sorry for not having the time. This is a consequence of downsizing. The benefit is what have you downsized? Didn't she fire people? She did, but but the point is that that they've they've. <laughs> you must catch yourself. <laughs> They're hiring outside. They've got a a a financial accounting firm, a local financial. Accounting firm is the name like Sanchez or something at one hundred twenty five dollars an hour to do accounting. Okay, for the RH, they have <laughs> primarily. Yeah, they have two people from what I understand still in that office. It used to be four, plus the financial accounting firm. You're going to tell me you can't get me the October, November, and December Reading Country Club financials? Are you telling me that? I don't know. From what uh, maybe it is because. Here's the point. If you read the report, like with the investigative report, mm. what I got to consensus is, is Dave probably is a little robust and a little rude to some of the, the employees. Okay. They also do not like being kept on task. And, no. And they like their chit chat. They love their chit chat, Ken. Right. So are you, and this is the part that I read, I read the, the, the rest of the other ones that were leaked this week too. Well, we're getting to that. So don't divulge anymore. Right. But it's just the point is, is that Dave was, He's the new boss, and you, you got to be doing your job. Listen, I was elected to make sure you're doing your job. Right. <laughs> nice and simple. Right? And people don't like that. So um, <laughs> here we go. I'm, I am sorry for not having the time. This is a consequence of downsizing. The benefit is savings in money. The drawback is no time for any extras, extra analysis, extra filing, etc. Thank you, Betsy McBride, extra township, Exeter Township Manager. So I can't give you can't get something because I don't have time. I don't have time. Make time. Yeah, make time. I'm the boss. Mm -hmm. I got news for you, dude. If if I had an employee that did that, who you, said to fired. me, you'd be fired. Who said to me, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to comply, but I don't have time." Well, you know what? I don't have money. Get the frig out of here. I don't need you if you don't have time. Right. <laughs> you make time for me. You put something else off. Well, you don't. It's not only that you don't have time, but she should have put that at the beginning. 
Because to say that she doesn't have time. Because in the beginning, she says, how about... You know what I'm saying? If, and how if, much time did you waste right? in this email? Well, that... And if you're going to BS somebody, you want to put your main reason in the beginning. Your main BS point. Right. You don't want to put it at the end. Right. Okay? Because what she goes into the beginning is about putting this up for emotion, whether he can get the information or not. Right. And then she slights her whole argument by saying at the end that she just doesn't have time. Are people that do you not, do people need to take a class on how to deal with other people and, and basically tell them to buzz off, or even if you shouldn't or you should be? Well, I, I like you got to look at this email and be like, maybe it's just me, but I read over things and I think about things way before it comes out of my mouth. I think it was for years and years and years. My mother was like, "Your mind's running, but your mouth is moving before it." You know what right, I mean? Right. And maybe it's just years and years and years of working with politicians and stuff and knowing and trying to deal with people that don't know what they're really talking about. But when you form this email or you're not putting that, you should flip it. I don't have time for you, but hey, maybe at the next meeting we can put it up for a vote. That sounds a lot better than, hey, let's put, let's put it up for a vote. I don't, And then at the end, I don't have time for all your queries. So ultimately, what it comes down to for me anyway. A pissing contest? If you want, yeah. if you want, but the what it comes down to for me is basic information is not allowed to go out. This is more of the hiding of information. Agreed. These people in the township building have no desire to give information to anybody for any reason. If it isn't for their pet little goddamn project, wedding hospitality management. If it isn't that, if it isn't for them, it isn't, if it isn't for their purposes, it doesn't get done. This township exists for the people, not for the corporate interests. Yes. There's those veins again on the side of your head. God, I'm so sick of this shit. Well, just wait till we get to the whole uh, Perkiomen Avenue, too. Jeez, people aren't, aren't happy about that either. But <laughs> with, with, I think it's just them trying to, to give Betsy giving a big F you to, to Dave Youth. You know, it's just, it's, <sighs> the point is, is it, are they going, are they even, is she going to give that information to, to Ted? I get what you're 100%. saying. 100%. The re- I think the main reason why is they de- she definitely doesn't want to give it, and I'm all for you. I agree with you that they're trying to hide it, but they definitely don't want to get it to Dave Hughes because his track record of posting stuff on social media. Oh, yeah. Because this is the thing. If we talk about it, we have we have a, a, a nice size of, of listeners for a small little Exeter. I and it, it grows every week, by right. the way. And so we have nice people that listen to us every week, and that's great. But that's not social media. You know what I mean? It's the things we talk about, you can sometimes see on social media or clips. Jerry does them, and I think they're great. But if Dave Hughes is a supervisor, and okay, you liked him on Facebook when he was running for supervisor. So you're going to see his stuff in your social media. Right. In, in, in your stream, not stream or whatever the hell they call it, with, with social media. You're going to see it more. That's why they're really scared. I mean, you would put it up too, but they're definitely not giving it to you or Dave Hughes. Yeah, well, you know, regardless, 
of that, it is not up to them to be the gatekeeper, is it? I agree it? with you, but they're tyrants. Have they not shown you that they're tyrants? They have shown so that they're tyrants. I keep reminding people on next door when they bitch about Dave Hughes and ignore Ted. The Ted Gardella fan clubs all over social media talking about how bad Dave Hughes is and how he's negative and the stuff. But apparently it's not negative to sue uh, a township resident and a journalist. It's not negative to throw Jim Ruoff off of a seat because of a social media post that asked questions and that Ted didn't like. It's not negative for a supervisor to go after Fred Whitehawk and say, ask the solicitor if they can look into legal ramifications for a meeting. Can we and put his ass not, in jail? It's not negative for a supervisor to contact a citizen and ask him to take something down off of social media. That's not negative. And you're quite right. It's not negative. It's tyrannical. It's, it's abuse of power. And that's exactly what they've done. And it's 10 million times worse than what Dave Hughes has even been accused of doing. Or oh, the Ted, the Dave Hughes, you know, um, negotiated contracts. What the hell do you think Ted's been doing? These people are, did you, we can beat a dead horse with this all day, every week. The same thing that Ted's doing these things. But his little fan club seems to ignore, I'm sorry, but Dave Hughes being rude to township employees is not anywhere near as bad as a, as as the supervisor's board, Ted and George, Suing you. Yeah. And costing us, the township, money. Right? And then throwing Jim off a, off a seat because of social media. A post that he asked questions. Yeah. Right? And then trying to have legal ramifications against Fred Whitehawk for a meeting. I still remember when, when Ted asked if, oh, can we have any legal ramifications for this? Are you kidding me? You tyrant, petty, angry little man. Bald. Don't forget bald. I could give a shit about that. But that's a part. Like, you you don't make anything better by ignoring. I fully, and I said to this woman on next door, I fully understand why people don't like Dave Hughes. I get Dave. I understand. But I can look through that because what he's doing is trying to make, make sense of the spending and have proof of where the spending's going. That's what needs to be done. What they're do did Dave Hughes ever say that we should have legal ramifications against Fred Whitehawk for a meeting? No. Did Dave Hughes ever tr try to sue you? Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Give but it time is exactly th right. Or, or throw Jim Rue off. This is the point that these people don't get. And this is exactly why Ted's not going to win. Is because he's a little petty tyrant. He's abusing the little bit of power that he has. At, at, I can't imagine if he ever had gotten on the school board. Because what he's done as a supervisor, he should move his ass back to Michigan. Oh, oh, from your lips to God's ear. God, I, I hate this. Listen, I fully and understand what Dave Hughes has done. And I read the report. I get it. Some people say one thing. Other people say other things. And if you're, say, if, if you're crying because of something someone said to you and you're an adult, wow, you must have a really privileged life. Really privileged life. I don't understand people nowadays. They're soft. Totally soft. Yeah. Not that my childhood was something that everybody should go through, and they shouldn't. But the other thing is, I'm not weak. You know what I mean? I don't... I don't people, oh, Dave Hughes said something mean, and you're crying? You Even... Okay, maybe you cry. You take that home. Because you never show someone that. 
You That's never right. show someone a weakness like that. If you think he's so bad, you think he's so horrible, why would you ever cry in front of that person? Ever. Ever. Ever? I just, I, oh, man. I did. People are so... Oh, I think it's all virtue signal. That's why. I feel bad for me. The mean man said something to me. Active in the chat, uh, we have DACTK2023 says, Sounds like they came up with a plan how they wanted to handle his next request for information yep. and agreed to it before it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Whitehawk reminds us that they hired the Finelli Accounting Group. I was very close with Sanchez. I was right next to Finelli in the phone book. Italian. Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first name was nasty, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty Sanchez. Okay. That's nasty. Uh <laughs> <laughs> James 1969. It was Paula Dean you were talking about. Yes, sir. And then says they wanted to out their buddy, uh, or, or they wanted to put their buddy in, not Ruoff. Uh, then Fred Whitehawk, the people in Michigan don't want Ted back. <laughs> I will conduct a poll of my friends back in Michigan. Do you want Ted? And uh, I'll let everybody know next thir- uh, Wednesday. Yeah, I... I- it's so annoying. Like, how is it? Well, Dave Hughes talks some mean to employees. I've, I've talked mean to employees in my in, in my past. It's probably because they weren't on task. Well, that kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes. Right? Yes. You mean you didn't powder their bottom? And they literally told the investigator chit chat. I mean, how dumb are you? <laughs> like, well, he broke up our chit chat and our water cooler talk about the Eagles and the Phillies and the Flyers. And then we were looking at the magazines, picking out what we were going to buy. We couldn't go on Oriental Trading or check Facebook whenever he's in the room. That's whenever right. he came in, we had to we, we had to stop the football pools. And that he he treats men differently than women. Most people do. I don't hold doors open for men. I open them for everybody. I don't men, screw men. Hell most, with them. Because most men are smaller than me anyway. So I do open the door for them. <laughs> I do. I do open the door for everybody. You're a heightist. That's what you are. No, I'm just... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know when, when you're inferior and when you're not. Right. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not a jerk. I held the door open at the basketball game for uh, a woman who was bringing her um, husband in and he was in a wheelchair. And Look at you. Nice guy. Look at you being a humanitarian. But man, I pulled people out of burning cars before. Don't don't threat. Good for you. I'm not a mean person. Okay. So are you done with the letter? I don't know. I think with that email. So oh, is there more? No, there isn't other than I, I just like she I, I ever since she danced in the meeting. <laughs> You've got a block. Like I just can't take her anymore. You got a you got a Betsy block. Like I can't take her anymore. Like all the people that I talk to about that when they're, they're like, man, what the hell is she doing? I'm like she was dancing in front of the, <laughs> a sign that you couldn't see. You know what we should do? We should <laughs> take that, that video. Oh. We should take that dancing video and put like uh, the Indian it. music with the. <laughs> You, you know the, the snake charmer, right? Put snake charmer Just music do a in gif there. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we're we're done with that now. I just I just honestly, since her acting up, 
since the dancing, I've, I've lost all respect. I thought she was one of the cooler headeds in that whole circus. It's almost like Dave Hughes has spread. In the beginning, if you remember, we were talking, he's a little bit of the circus himself there, and then it just yeah. it spread. The craziness has then went to Volmer. It's a mushroom cloud. Man, all of them. All of them. Now, you know what? Theirs is caused by, again, their, their little bit of power. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Oh, yeah. With Ted and George and those yeah. guys? Yeah. They're compensating for small penises is what it comes down to. I don't know about that, but I just... I do. <laughs> like, one of the things... I can tell. Like, it's that whole thing is like when Dave Volmers is cozying up to the police. Mm-hmm. That's a power trip type of thing, too. Yep. You know? Sure. <laughs> Why do you think I'm friends with tons of people in the military and ex-military? It's nice to have friends in high places. Ex-military is a high place. Who do you think is the contractors? Who do you think works for Black ex-Blackwater and that type of stuff? Dick Armistice. Cheney. <laughs> and they're more powerful. <laughs> Side note, there's sometimes more contractors in certain countries than there are active military. Oh, yeah. That's, that's known. When Obama said he was pulling people out of Iraq, he put 60,000 contractors in. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I'm with. Okay, so staying with the township, some more of the harassment report Mm. was released. Uh, Nine more pages There's now 24 of the 43 are available at what is it? Exeter dash township dash WikiLeaks dot org. I think it is. And if you read the whole all of them, which I did, it just seems like it's it's almost the it's a cup of fruit blended up and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They all basically the same thing. Yeah. They all pretty much say the same thing. A couple of them splash in something new. Does it sound rehearsed? Like Almost. Let's say this, okay? Almost. Let's say this, that, and the other thing. Because it, it can't be that they all drew the same conclusion, can it? It could be. All of them? Yeah, but some 15 of them, friggin' people? Some people didn't. Some people were like, I don't see that, I don't see that. Okay. But then some people were, could be, I could see how it could be perceived that Dave's talks differently to women than men. Everybody talks differently to men. I do. You know why? It's because, like I said last week, women, ladies, you don't want to be treated like a man. No. <laughs> the way my friends and I and my brother and I, we all talked when we were kids talking to each other. Are you kidding me? If, if you're going to cry over something Dave Hughes says to you in the township building, you would have spent the first 20 years of your life crying if you grew up in a, as a man. It's just a more brutal life. Women are horrible to women. Well, guess what? Men are brutal to men. It's true. You have every single part of you made fun of since you're a little kid when you were a boy. What did I just do? You made fun of my height. No. No. I, I said, well, they're compensating for having small penises. Well, there you that, go. That's it. Right? <laughs> and what did I say? I opened the door for shorter people. Yes. That's true. So more of the report was released. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, dude, one part of it just completely caught my attention. And that would be the interview of Clarence Hamm. It says here, uh, and I'm going to do some some reading. Mr. Hamm is, that's now was, the director of public works. And for the remainder of the week following his interview, the interim manager. He served as interim manager from January to May 22. Uh, after Jeff Bartlett was let go. Mr. Ham confirms the township offices required codes to enter certain parts of the building. 
which registers the person and time. Everyone has their own code and can only access certain parts of the building. Elected township supervisors have security code access. Mr. Ham is aware that Mr. Hughes was instructed not to enter the township building without another township supervisor. A policy that was... Under a bullshit policy. Mm -hmm. But that instruction did not last long. Approximately one month. See, so somebody else said one week. He says one month. So maybe they didn't rehearse. Maybe. Dave obviously did not... Follow it because it was BS anyway. It was never voted uh, on. I wouldn't have followed it. Can you read that policy? Find As, that in a policy handbook. You know, if Carl Staples sat me down and said, uh, Jerry, you can't go in here without... I would say, Carl, kiss my ass. Right. I'm going to go do whatever the hell I want. Right. You tell the police to drag me out and we see how that goes. That would be my thing. Right. So, um, where were we? Okay, it lasted about a month. Mr. Hughes was instructed by Chad Schnee and Carl Staples. Okay, right there. I'd have told them both, kiss my ass. I'm not going to listen to your stupid little policy that has no bearing on anything. You can kiss my ass. In fact, tomorrow I'm going to go there and I'm just going to sit there. I mean, I would be the most stubborn, obstinate prick you ever saw in your life. No. Well, yeah. But no, you're going to do exactly what some people have taught me. You know, the only thing I, I've, I've ever seen about Jerry was is that during the school board meeting, he brought in a lawn chair because he didn't want to pay for the thing. They, that was a folding chair. Fold, whatever. They strictly remember that folding chair incident. Yep. Good for you. Yep. So he needed an escort because of the constant complaints. Hmm. Constant harassment. Getting in people's faces, badgering Ms. Savage, badgering Mr. Ham, hovering over and making Sarah Bush cry, calling Laurie Stult stupid, and Jen Kaufman a little girl. Mr. Hughes would, uh, would show up about 12 p.m. and, quote, take a run around the ring. Dave ain't running anywhere. To see what everyone was doing. I'm not either, but Dave ain't running. He did not stop to look at his mail. In an attempt to stop the harassment, it's harassment to walk around a room, Kev. (laughs) It was set up that someone would call Mr. Ham, and this is the great part, would call Mr. Ham if Mr. Hughes arrived and say, Truck 911 is here! (laughs) 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 Truck 911 is here! They can't just call Clarence and go, "Eh, Clarence Dave is here. Truck 911 is here. The rooster crowed at midnight. Truck 911 has landed. Truck 911 has landed. Thank you. Good truck 911. There he is. I'm surprised they didn't have it when he put his code in the door that the sound. Truck 911's here. Clarence, come a running. Please proceed to the quickest exit. <laughs> Clarence, you better get over here. Truck 911 is here. <laughs> Why did they even... This is... Dave's not going to follow... If there was a policy that said that he needed to be held hands with another supervisor, he probably would have followed it. But there is no policy. Hence the truck 911. I, I don't know that he would have. I wouldn't have. There's no way. I, I would be like, what do you think you are? Kiss my ass. That's it. Kiss my ass, Seabass. 
Dave Hughes is in the building. Everybody run! Like, do you, do you think they sat around? Okay, what do, what's what's going to be the word when Dave's Dude, comes? that was a two-hour discussion around the water cooler. That was the chit-chat that yes. they were complaining about. Listen, Dave, if you could leave, we're trying to figure out a nickname for you here. Thank you. And you're not going to get in my face. What do you mean a nickname? Well, you know, when you come in and you do your walk around, and then you start harassing people and making people cry, we need a code word. And then Dave would go, how about the rooster crows at midnight? No, I don't think so. Oh, I got it. How about the girl probably cried because she t- Dave realized that she's the one that came up with truck 911. <laughs> how about if we do truck 911? <laughs> you know what I you know what would be funny is Jerry, if I was your boss and you worked in a township building and I came in and caught you screwing around all the time. Aren't you going to be like a little scared that I'm going to come in again and check you screwing around? Um, Probably. Yeah, as opposed to making up a code word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I think I would just lower my head and do my work. Can Dave be rude? Yeah. Can Dave be brash? Yeah. And I would not want to work for Dave. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because even if, like, I would feel like I'm on my point. I got all my work done. My sales are up 100 or 365%. My commission is, I'm making more money than he is. Blah, 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 blah. Because salespeople should make more money than their managers. They're making commission. They're doing whatever. They're out there actually doing the work. Yep. Right? But the one time I'm in the office, I'm sitting there and Dave catches me playing solitaire on the computer. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> Did the alarm go off that Dave Hughes, was, that truck 911 was coming in or not? You know, do you see what I'm saying? I th- part of me thinks that, yeah, Dave probably said some things that he shouldn't have said. Right? Um, but some of these things I've also noted in the report that he was saying before he was a supervisor. Like what? What do you mean? This, wasn't this some of the report? Uh, the woman had said that he was coming into the super or the uh, township building and requesting stuff before he was a super. Before well, of course he was, he was. He's a citizen of the township. You're allowed. Exactly. So him coming in and asking that they're not used to someone coming in and asking it. So that's going to leave a bad taste in the mouth. And then that right. man gets elected, and right. now of course they're going to have truck nine one one. Right. Exactly. Like, does, if everyone reads it all together, you understand that. So Dave had gone in, and they probably didn't like being requesting for information, just like Betsy didn't. Right. Right. So now they have a guy that's coming in that was just elected. That's now their boss. Yep. <laughs> right. Of course, they're not going to have a good taste in their mouth. The guy that did put a bad taste in their mouth months before. He pointed out all the inadequacies, inadequacies of the township. Yep. Of course. And then, then you have an investigation and whether Dave said some things that he shouldn't have said or said them in a way that he shouldn't have said. I don't disregard that. But it's also, I see a bunch of light, thin-skinned people getting pissed off that they got caught screwing around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I used to catch one of my employees. I have him on video sleeping, like after lunch. They're like, oh, Let's go. What are you doing? It's like sleep in his chair. I'm like, come on, man. What are you doing? Wake yeah, up. There's van 911 was Kevin coming back from the office. <laughs> so. so so that was uh that was the thing I wanted to get to. 
Um, Worthy. At which point, Mr. Ham would come into the office and make a nuisance of himself. Mr. Hamwood or Mr. Hugheswood? Mr. Hamwood. He would make a nuisance of himself so so that, you know, Dave would get the hint that he should leave because Clarence is a badass. Oh. He's a badass. It appeared to Mr. Hughes that Mr. Ham weighs not doing anything because he was in the office when Mr. Hughes was present to stop him. Well, no, he wasn't doing anything. He was not at his desk. He was not making plans. He was in there being annoying, not doing his job. Sounds that way. Am I wrong? No. No. It would appear that no, it's exactly what was going on. I still, this is almost like a, this is almost like a sixth grader investigating, like who, who took somebody's cookies. Dude, these people would not last five minutes out in the real world of work. I don't think. Honest so. to God, must be nice to work for government. These people would not last five minutes in the real world of work. I agree. Where people get in each other's faces and scream on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, or you dude, have a, I don't understand. I don't get having such a pampered goddamn life. Or if you have a boss that asks questions and sees you screwing around, and then you get then you get mad at him. Yeah, <laughs> it's your fault for making me work. Hey, listen, I have a Lands End catalog that just came in. I need to pick out <laughs> some uh, some bathing suits. I have. A pool party in two weeks. There's a bathing suit to pick. Must you do this now? Truck 911! <laughs> Dave Hughes will not stop me from finding a new bathing suit. Jesus. What's next? Uh, well, Fred Whitehawk says Clarence is running for township supervisor, according to Jack Piho. Hmm. Clarence is running for supervisor. Are we going to be bringing up Truck 911 much? We're not going to call him, ma'am. We're just going to call him Truck 911. <laughs> so, everybody, make sure. <laughs> Somebody named Bus 27 says, You are making my dog howl. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. That just means Dave Hughes is near your home. That could be a man. Could be a man. Sorry, I, I, you know, you are misgendering somebody. (laughs) Here we go. Bus twenty seven says to me, "This is a an Exeter bus driver." Is that a reasonable thing? Hmm. A lot of the Exeter bus drivers are women. Could be a woman. Well, true. You're misgendering. I apologize. You pig. (laughs) He, them, they, their, ma'am, sir. But we're making their dog howl. <laughs> well, it works both ways. <laughs> See? Why can't you just call me that? Uh, <coughs> I'm exhausted already. All that stuff drives my wife crazy as a, as a teacher. It really does. Like it, all that, I hope so. It just drives her nuts. Yeah. Okay, so. Sorry for the misgendering. But that does mean that Dave Hughes is near your house. You may want to look out your window. Bus 27, uh, he's sorry. Hey, did you just misgender me? Did you assume my gender, sir? Bus 27, they're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. They are sorry. Kev and Ian are sorry. (laughs) All right. Hey, that's not not kind. Be Be nice. Somewhat. Yeah, okay. All right, so we're almost an hour into the show, and we have covered nothing. 
Well, we can run through some of this stuff pretty quickly. We can. We can. So um, now we go over to the school board meeting. I don't even think we need to bring up that first one. The first one? We could just basically well, talk it just about lays spending. It, yeah, it, it kind of lays the, the, the groundwork. Yeah, it lays the groundwork. So at the school board meeting, uh, there was a couple of presentations. One of them was by Superintendent Christy Howler, who informed us that informed us that the buildings need a collective $20.5 million in work. What's a, what? Listen, as a person that, that co-owns some commercial properties, I understand how this can go. Yep. And they're not as used as much as the schools are. Right. But what is this like? In, I would love to talk to, to Brian about this. Is this like, what's the average of the last? Oh, they gave the breakdown. I could 30 give you years that. that this goes on? How many, like, what's the average? Is this a high year? I would Oh, assume. no, no, not year. This is not, this is, okay, so you understand that's what, what you're getting at. Yes, what's all right. What's the annual, what's the average of that we have to spend to uh, fix or fix depreciation words, of a property? Right, what, what, do the, what do we spend every year on this? Right, an average for the last 30 years, because is 20 point, uh, $20.5 million a lot? Or is it medium? It seems like a lot of money to okay, me. Okay, so let's back up. So there was a study done in 2016 or 17 by KCBA Architects that identified all the deficiencies in all the buildings. Okay. Okay. Some of them were acted on. Some of them were not. There was just not enough funds. Brian Fike said that last night. Okay. When Fiddler asked, he said, well, why weren't all these things done? He said, well, it's a lack of funding. Right. Even the money raised, is just not there. They raise taxes because the teachers get the... The tax increase, not well. It's not even that. It, it's that there's only so much that you can do, and when of you have a school district that that doesn't know how to restrain spending, correct. or rather that refuses to restrain spending, and they do refuse, right? Okay, because this is the way it's always been done, mm -hmm. and until they get a gun put to their head to do it, they're not going to do it. No, because that would take frowny faces, and exactly what some of People on the school board have said is, what do you want to do? Get rid of music? Right. What do you want to do? Get rid of kids? You want kids to die. Yeah. What do you want to do? Just take out fifth grade entirely? <laughs> so that's what it is. It's a cumulative total Got it. of, of all this crap that, that from this report that didn't get done. Mm -hmm. So the numbers have gone up. So they, they brought in Quandle, who is their, their engineering group now or whatever the hell is architecture i don't know and they determined that it would cost 20.5 million so the second presentation was from a couple of groups who are going to walk them through how to borrow more money now mind you they've been making a lot the last two years about oh by 2029 we're gonna have all the debt paid off well now we're gonna throw some more debt on of course right now exeter a school district is paying $8 million in debt service. That's just on the interest of the debt, correct? Well, it's it, it goes, yes, it, it, it's both. But like the current payment. debt, right, the current debt is supposed to be done in 2029. But now they have to get this $20.5 million to do these fixes. Okay, so they're going to borrow more. So if they should do that, let's say this year, until 2029, the debt payment goes up to 10 mil a year. Nice. And then after 29, we'll come back to eight. I guess depending on, 
you know, the, the terms, right, all that kind of crap. And they can always refi it and bring it down. But but just using the broad numbers of eight now, 10 if they get more, and it goes back to eight and 29 when the original debt is paid off. Got it. Unless, of course, they roll it all into one giant ball of bullshit. But whatever. God, we really should have done that solar thing. Yeah, we really should have, man. <laughs> We're going to save $87 billion a year, man. Dude, we were gonna save all that money. And they have to cut down trees. That would have really made. That would have really ticked people off. Because is that? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're getting into it. But the real quick about how they're cutting all the trees down on Perkiom Avenue. Yeah. Not uh, the beautification process of Ted and George. <laughs> He's cutting down trees. <laughs> cutting trees down. They're gonna replant them, but there's not making people happy on next door with all this because apparently a lot of those trees were. Uh, planted by a women's group back in the day. A dude. The one woman is the daughter of one of the women that planted those trees. Yeah. Not happy. Yeah. They're, nobody's happy. Well, they're ripping up sidewalks that were already, that were not that old. And they're cutting trees down and whatnot. And honestly, you look at it as when is, if Exeter is going to do something like that, you would think that maybe to make it a business friendly township. Well, we could do another walking tour. That's my point. We should replay the walking tour. What do you think? It's going to be a walk in the park, literally, because there's nothing to go shop. Yeah. You're going to go. To, you're going to walk to Domino's to, to get your pizza delivered. After going to the to, to hey, the, let's go to Radio Shack. Oh, that's right. They tore that down. Yeah. Well, let's go to uh, the Great uh, Promenade. Oh, there's nothing there either. Yeah, it's not there. Hmm. We could replay the. I, I could or, pull out the the walk. We just get a case of beer. And sit on the site that Radio Shack was and just drink it and then watch everybody not walk by. And not plant trees. <laughs> so that's what, what's going on with that. So, so get ready, Exeter, because more debt is coming your way. Okay? Um, and and they, they show absolutely no sign of doing the other thing that could be done. And no, they couldn't possibly cut enough. To make up $20 million, okay? They couldn't do that, but they could do some portion of it, and I guarantee goddamn tea they won't. Well, they're also going to have to raise taxes, what, the 14th year in a row now? No, not 14 in a row, but like 14 and 15. Hmm. They're going to have to raise taxes again. Because there was one year when they, they didn't. didn't. Did yeah. they just take the funds out of something that they had sold? So they say that so that they could say that they didn't have to raise taxes. Just kind of oh know, no like no the no they they took it, doing with the, the yeah. wastewater treatment plant. Yeah, it's exactly what they did. They took it, they took it out of reserves. I this is I, I constantly get asked why I don't run for supervisor. If I if you don't like the way they're doing it, why you run? It's because the next people are really going to be screwed. Oh, dude, they're, they're going to have to raise taxes so much because Ted and these guys are spending like drunken sailors, and they're just taking the money out of the, the sewer treatment sale. And man, are they going to have to raise taxes. Dude, everybody who's running for supervisor right Ooh. now needs to put in their head that the big thing that's coming for them mm-hmm. is a fully paid fire department. That might be as little as five years off. Mm-hmm. When we need a fully paid fire department, that's going to raise our taxes by 20 to 25% yep. in one freaking year. Yeah, and people are already complaining that our taxes are high in Exeter. Yeah. They've gone, I mean, my wife and I have lived here for 18 years, and yeah, it's gone up a lot since we moved in, but it's going to go up even more. Maybe this next board, what's it, seats are five years? Right? No, no. There's one one 
Well, wait, where where are we? Are we on the township or are we on the school? We're on the supervisors. Okay, so we came back to the supervisors. Mm -hmm. So one of the seats is a two-year, and the other two are sixes. I don't remember who is who. Okay, Dave, Dave Hughes is one of the long ones right now. He's already in. Right. He's not running. Neither is Michelle. I might want to, okay, taking a two-year seat. I don't want to run for the six-year seat. Dude, I'm telling you, those people have a real job ahead of them because... There is there are massive tax hikes coming mm-hmm. oh, on yeah. the township side. Have to and never bust. mind, never mind the three cops that they hired. <laughs> nope. Never mind that. And this is this is the part that I think, well, we have to be safe. It's a whole nother discussion. Okay? Whole nother discussion. We're already number one in finding tractor trailers for their weights. Okay. Yeah, we're we're kicking the shit one. out of that one. We're we're number one on that. Something super proud to be on. <laughs> Whole nother discussion on that. But harassing Mexican truckers. We're number one. <laughs> Yay! Stopping people from doing their jobs. Yay! Because the weight limitations, do you think the ones that were used so long ago that the brake capabilities on these trucks have maybe gotten better in the last 30 years? Well, perhaps uh, the the thing that people say, you know, when that speed limit was set back in the 1960s or 70s at 55, cars were basically rattle traps. And they are now extremely safe. So maybe we could go up to 75 miles an hour. What do you think, guys? I'm, why not push it to 95? Why not push it to 125? I don't care. <laughs> because remember, Kev, what is a speed limit? That's the standard, what you should be going. No. The I speed th- limit is the maximum allowed under absolutely perfect conditions. Oh, I thought you were being, I thought you wanted me to be, you know. Right. Well, well. Around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to me, this that's just—that's like the minimum. It's a minimum. <laughs> it's the speed limit. To me, that's the minimum. I drive a little, uh, you know, light tan Ford four door little uh, sedan type of thing. <laughs> Do you? Do you really? By chance, does the speedometer go to one forty? I don't know. Maybe it does. <laughs> I, just, I just I just gave the description of Jerry's car. I'm not giving the description of my car. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to the school because we're on the schools. Yes. Okay. So so that's that debt picture. and how they're going to have to raise the taxes yet again. Yeah, it, it's listen. Common. I'm all for the schools have. They're going to need. I think I really hope that they put the list up. Okay, this is everything that needs to be done. What is a necessity and what is not? What is cosmetic? Well, they're saying that these are all necessities. Oh, Jesus. Really? That's what they're saying. I would like to see that list myself. Are you talking about codes that you have to have to live up to? I uh, no, we're talking about like uh heating systems that are going to fail. Things of that nature. Okay. So the, the whole list, I, I can give you all the screenshots. I took screenshots. I kept taking pictures of my television. Were you there for all last three night. hours? No, no. I, I did it from home. Hmm. I listened. I, I, I zoomed morning. in. <laughs> and I kept taking pictures of my TV and putting it up on the examiner. And going, Here's what they're talking about type of thing. Hmm. And uh, I got that great picture of Quinter with his head in his hands. Right. That poor son of a bitch last night, man. <laughs> He just passed his bed. He just, no, I don't think that was it. I think he had a headache because he was, I sent you that picture, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Two he different was, ways with two different memes on it. Actually, yes. actually three. Three. Because you forgot you sent me the one earlier and then you right. sent it again. Right. But it's, 
he's just sitting there at one point when they enter the fourth hour of the meeting. And he's just sitting with his head in his hands. Yeah. And he's in the middle of the screen. And I'm like, he's had enough of their shit. I think some of them did too. I did, especially when they started talking about the the art, what the uh, the fit days again. Yeah, well, that was a biggie, and that that was the thing that really set him off. And these are the clips that I have. Um, the fit days are the, are are the the most of it. So let's explain what the fit day is. It's flexible instructional day, mm-hmm. and Doctor Haller is asked for the latitude to call a fit day, mm-hmm. so as not to take the kids well into June. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I may be putting words into her mouth and I, I may be like putting some things together that were said last night. Mm-hmm. So if I get it wrong, yes. So if I get it wrong, somebody straighten me out. I'm sure they will. Okay. But I believe that a lot of what was said by some people is that kids aren't going to be learning in June anyway. Most of the time. Okay. I don't know. So, so like adding the day on really doesn't do too much. No. She she just merely wants the uh, the the latitude to call these days to keep things going along. Again, my interpretation. Yep. To keep things going along, but uh, Hamburger and a couple of others were like, "Well, no, this is you can't do this because then they just do their worksheet and then they they're done for the day and all this other stuff." But Jason Mel got in there and went. Dude, my wife's a teacher, and she checks in with the kids all day long on FIDs. Like, well, I mean, I, they're not completely left off. Okay, not going to hold back on this one. My kids, when my one was in Riften and my one was in the junior high, there was very little. In the beginning? Well, you're COVID talking about COVID. Right, which, is, which this is built off of. It is, but it, it's also... Okay, go ahead. They haven't really had many RFID days. Or RFID. They haven't had any. RFID days. FID. 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 FID, FRID, whatever. They haven't uh, you had... You know, any. ironically, John Fiddler's nickname, FID. Hmm. Go on. Didn't care about that, but okay. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> well, you, you thought incorrect. But... Uh... <laughs> Got a nephew that calls him Uncle FID. Hmm, how about that? Yep. Go on. <laughs> um, there wasn't much going on there. No, of course, of course, it's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, I, I, I don't know how I feel. I, I don't care about it one way or the other. I don't have any kids. It doesn't affect me. It really doesn't. I, I, I I'm kind of torn on it because I think that you know what the kids are do a snow day. You know what I mean? It gets a lot. And as as a husband of a teacher, let me tell you, when it when it comes to Friday, some kids are already burned out just from a week. Yeah. And then when you get towards, you get towards like the end of the school year, like you were talking about with June. Yep. Those kids are already tuned out, man. Like mm-hmm. by the end of May. Right. I mean, a lot of the times, what it like I say, hey, what'd you do in school today? We we're watching a movie. And this is when my kids were little, and they went to where my wife teaches. What'd you guys do that? We watched the last two weeks of school. Yeah. Are not schooling. No one's learning anything. The sun's out. <laughs> I want to be out there. I don't want to be in his room. Right? Yeah. I did. Dude, it's, I don't know. The teachers, are, you can't. Honestly, as watching my wife do it when during COVID, you, it's really, really difficult 
to teach kids over the internet, especially little kids. They're, even high school kids. They're, they're not college kids because there's a difference. In college, you're paying to be there. Yeah. Your kids aren't paying there to be there in high school or junior high or elementary. You are. We are. You're paying them. But yeah. they're not. Right. It's the same reason why if you buy your car, you're going to treat it nicer than if your parents buy you a car. What kind of car? It doesn't really matter at that point. Be a brown Ford sedan, four door. Like the thing like I that? saw on Twitter, where this this woman uh, and her husband bought their daughter a Tesla, and she was bitching and complaining. She's sixteen years old, her sweet sixteen. Her parents bought her a Tesla, and she was bitching. Did I send that to you? And she was bitching and complaining that it wasn't a Mercedes. And then they gave her sixteen hundred dollars in cash, and she threw the money back in their faces. I was like, oh, my God. They wonder why there's child abuse in the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, well, if anyone else saw that, comment in chat, because I was just like, my God. It was it was just, but anyway, but if, you so, can, if you're paying for it, I, do, I, I don't think much goes on when it comes to the uh, internet stuff. It's when the kids are older, the teachers are going to be like, they're not sitting there and doing, well, this is how I thought it should have been done, and if they're doing um, these fit days, and if they were doing COVID is, is what I said to my wife. I said, why don't you have like a camera, which the teachers, and you put it back and the teacher has a whiteboard. And then the kids add, here's what you're supposed to be doing. This is what we're learning. And the teacher has, a, my wife had a whiteboard in our office that she could teach kids when she was doing the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just basically the same thing. So right. why don't you have a whiteboard in your, in your office or your room? at your house or your whatever behind your laptop. And then if you have kids ask questions, they all go into it like a Zoom meeting and then you ask, they ask questions. So they're actually learning. Most of the time, it's the teacher's giving kids work. Right. And they have to do it on their own and turn it in by the end of the day. Right. If that. That's not really learning. That's no, like my it's high not. school math but- teacher, Algebra 2, Mr. Wolf at Oli. He would t- he put the problems up on the board. And then the next day, he put the answers on the right board and put the new problems up at the front board and not teach you anything. Just expect you to learn. That's not teaching. No. Hence why I didn't do good in the class. I don't yeah, know. it was his fault. <laughs> it's not teaching, man. <laughs> but that's a, whether some teachers do it, I don't know. I can't say all of the teachers do that at Exeter. I just know that at the most time, they just give them the work and then you're supposed to do it. So I have clips. <laughs> the first one is Allison Wilson weighing in on the fit deal. I would like to say something. In one of my first board trainings, um, I was encouraged to make all decisions through the lenses of student achievement. And that has been very difficult over the years, but we have certainly learned the past few years the importance of what our teachers and staff do with each day within our classrooms and their impact on student achievement. Um, As we invest $200,000 per day, on highly qualified staff. I believe it would not only be a disservice to our students, but also a misappropriation of up to $1 million per year. Okay, so now all of a sudden we're worried about money. I said this last meeting when we were talking about this too. It's funny, around election time, all of them start caring about taxpayer dollars. I hadn't heard taxpayer dollars for the last two years until now. All of a sudden we're worried about money. Mm -hmm. A month ago, everybody's going, ugh! Solar array. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the bestest. We're going to save $87 billion a year. How much is it going to cost? That doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's only money. Are you gar- Now we're worried about Are we money. we guaranteed to save that money? Oh, no. Oh. No, but, you know, those guys look trustworthy. <laughs> it's called green energy. And, and stuff. Smile. 
Makes you smile. And stuff. Don't be negative energy, Kevin. Don't get in a negative chair. <laughs> the chair of negativity. Because we'll call Ted. That's what we should have done is made chair of negativity shirts. The day is Next. not done. And so I'm not in favor of utilizing the days um, because I do believe that the possibility of removing these instructional days will be detrimental to student achievement and will result in inequities among student populations, including our special, special education students and our students receiving additional services. So I will be voting no for this proposal this evening. Okay, so you know she wrote that because no person Correct. in the middle of their... Kevin. Sorry. In the middle of their... Their their recitation mm-hmm. or their their support or or denial of something is going to say student populations. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was written. You could tell by shoes. But all of a sudden, we're worried about money. And then Hemberger got up behind her and said, "Yeah, well, two hundred thousand dollars a day—that's something too." And then he gave his reasons. He had three reasons. I think we knew he was against it from the last meeting. That yeah. We were discussing. Yeah, but all of a sudden, they're worried about money. It's funny. It's because it's 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 election year. Yeah, it's it's just bizarre. So, is it? It's expected. How was that? Good mumble. Sure. Is that right? So the next one is John Fiddler. Fid on Fid. I called this one. His grandkids call him Fid too. He doesn't have grandkids. No. No. He's not even married. I think it's a waste. Well. Last night. Yeah, we found that out because uh, Bobby Scotch's comment. Yeah, he's, he's, so that was funny because because uh, Quinter goes, you know, my wife, she's pretty old. And he was getting to a point where he was also old. And I'm sure that John's wife is old, too. And John goes, which wife would that be, Bob? <laughs> I'm from Utah, so which one would it be? No, I'm not married. Oh, okay. I would think that you would know enough about your fellow board members to know you that he think. wasn't married. But I don't do know. do is look at his hand, right? It's part of it. It's Maybe. part of it. It's normally a clue. I think it's a waste. Okay. Well, we can agree to disagree. I, When I voted to hire Dr. Heller, I voted her for her to make these management decisions. And this whole discussion smacks of our taking the management role, and that's not our job. Our- that's I, correct. I, I, right. I also think that it was weird that this conversation had a, a couple of people chimed in on this of what they thought their job was as a school board mm-hmm. and what, what Chrissy's job was. Yeah, and I got that, now, too. They're, they're basically like supervisors of and setting policy right. that Christy has to follow. Well, that's what they tell you uh, in the school board trainings. You are governance. They are management. You do not manage. Right. And basically... The members who wanted, there were people advocating for management, basically. Yeah. I, do, I think they spent too much time on this. They did, but. This it, meeting and the last meeting or whatever, it's, do they think that Christy has ill intentions of what she's going to do? Above I, all, that is the point. They right. do, They are not trusting her to use this judiciously. They think she's just going to go, she's going to look outside and go, ah, snowflakes, fed day. Right. She's not going to do that. No, she's... <laughs> no. I can't say anymore. <laughs> yeah, shut the frig up, Ken. <laughs> job is governance, not management. So I, I have confidence in Dr. Haller to make the right decision. Yes. Period. 
And I and I do want to say that I do agree with Andrea that. But Batman. when you talk about the when we sat down, and I'm not even sure how to put this because I've never spoken like this in public. But when we sat down, and I was under under the impression that we wanted a hundred percent of children to be reading that hundred 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 thing, which was idiotic from the get go. <laughs> Listen, there's a goal. Everybody should have goals. Yeah. But at some point, <laughs> they can't be just ridiculous. Yeah, I, and you're never going to get a... You can strive for it all you want, but you're are, not going to get what it. What are we at? Like 70 now? It, uh, uh, don't quote me, but 70 in science, in the 60s maybe in English, and I think 40s in math. But it changes according to, to grade. Right. Every grade is slightly different. Mm-hmm. That's just not good either way. No, they're, if, they're not high enough. But instead of making it 100, 100, 100, why don't you try for a 5 to 10% increase every year? I, I think that... That would have been a smarter goal. So imagine you take the first graders, you test them. Mm -hmm. You want 5, and, and they get, let's just call it 50%, okay? Mm -hmm. Second grade, they go up to 55. Third grade, they go up to 60 you got them at 100% or nearly mm -hmm. by the time they get to what? 7th, 8th grade? You're hoping. So if you do that 5 to 10% increase a year instead of 100, 100, 100. Yeah. That's, it's one of those things if you're trying to reach a goal and you're trying to get people to do things, it's kind of, you have to look at something that's attainable. But it's, all, it's also being misrepresented. It wasn't 100, 100, 100 for everybody. No. It was 100 for this grade in math. It was 100 for, for this grade right. in whatever. So... I mean, it, it, it's being blown up beyond. And we just gave teachers more money this year, so they should definitely be able to achieve that. We gave them 100% more, I believe. <laughs> I don't think we did, but no. they got more money, so they should definitely be able to achieve a 5 to 10% increase. Let's get it done. And if this year, if they didn't get 5 to 10% increase, what are we going to do? See, the problem is that you can't just start at first grade, because then everybody will say, what about my kid in seventh grade? And they're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, so, so it's... It, and then I would say to that it's, parent... It's a constant moving target. I would say target. to that parent then, what are you doing to make sure your kids are getting better grades? Well, that's what I'm paying you for. Well, sometimes you expect you can't expect government to do everything for you. Not at this all. Was, I, this got a, I got in a conversation on Reddit about this where everyone's like, you should teach your kids how to... Uh, they should hold cooking classes and all this stuff in school. And I was like, well, that's not necessarily the, teacher, the, the school's job to teach your kid how to cook. You know what I mean? That's my kids have been cooking since they were little, but that's not every kid. I just think that this parents now have shipped off so much power to the schools that they don't want to teach their take responsibility to teach their kids things. Now, now should 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 schools be teaching civics? Yes. Should they be? I would love it if they taught gardening. Some self uh, sufficiency uh, classes would be great. You know what I mean? How about guitar playing? Should they be teaching guitar playing? You don't even want to talk to me about that. I don't think no. music should be taught at all. Okay. That's besides the point. At grade level, and 100% of math to be done at grade level, and 100% of graduation. And I don't believe that, and also, we talk about DEI all the time. It's everywhere. DEI, SEL, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Do you think there are some kids that are going to be able to do this? Why? Why does she say that? What does she mean? 
Well, she 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 backs away from it. I, right I think all that stuff's ridiculous. We treat everybody the same. Obviously, some kids are in a spectrum. I get yep. it. Some kids have their own disorders. I get it. But if you're doing that diversity equation, how about you get away from that crap and you teach math, English, and, and all that good stuff? Three R's. Hmm? Three R's. Have we noticed that we that we see this nationally, too? We're talking about sex with elementary school kids and uh, this and that and all these things that don't have to do with anything with education. And test scores have been going down for a while as this stuff is being implemented because it it slowly was implemented. Now it's just a it's a it's a thing to talk about. And it was a slippery slope. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that they said wasn't there and it's there. So now we're talking about these things and test scores are getting worse. So I don't know. Because are they giving you a test on equity? Are they giving you a test on uh, diversity? Are they giving you a test on inclusions? No. They're giving you tests on math, reading, and English. Oh, I'm willing to bet that they're giving Assume. tests on those other things. Well, well, that's not the test of right or of, of what um, a graded one. That's where we're pointing out who's going to go where and what camp. <laughs> okay. No. What I'm saying is, is why don't we? you might do better in testing on reading and writing and math. I don't know. If you spend more time teaching it, <laughs> that's that's crazy talk, right? Stop it. No, probably half of them aren't. It's our kids that might be able to do that, but I don't think half of them are going to be able to even do it. Those who are our kids, what our kids are that? special. What do you mean by that? Our kids, people on the school board. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't have any See, idea what I that means. I got an idea. Have one of them email Betsy and ask for the documents. <laughs> <laughs> they're special. Their kids have their kids email Betsy. They're citizens. They're citizens of Exeter. They are. No, but I, I don't. I'm, this is a bigger, bigger problem. Is that we spend so much time with this crap of of filling their kids' heads, and don't even get me started on the state tests and tests that they have to take, where we spend more time teaching to take the test than they do. That I think it's what I figured out was almost three months a year. Mm-hmm. That is used by teachers to take the te- teach students how to take the test or what's on the test and take the test. It's that much time is used to take tests. That's why I opt my kids out of it. Right. Because it's a waste of time. Teach them what we, we wonder why grades and testing is going down, why the kids are getting dumber. Maybe because you're not teaching them things that really matter when you get out in the real world. Can we please just go back to the 80s and 90s? And I'm not saying education was perfect back then, but can we go to the culture thing that no one cared what anyone's sexuality was? No one cared what the what color they were. No one cared about any of this stuff. And it wasn't pounced down kids' throats, which creates more division. We actually, in school, we actually presented them with math problems. And you had to write book reports. And you had to write, I don't know, you had to do equations in math and stuff like that. Can we get, I don't know, maybe get back to that crap? Okay. <laughs> I was trying to turn that into a joke, and it just it's didn't not, come it's to It's not me. even funny. That's the part that's so, that's why you couldn't do it, because right. it's right. Right. Can we just get back to that and stop all this? Because all you're doing is teaching, you're not teaching diversity, you're teaching division. That's what you're doing. Like the thought process in my head there was, I was trying to turn it into Vomer doing his gazintas. But it, it just it wasn't coming quickly enough. But no one no one really cares. Most of the kids that are in school now are are my age. 
or the parents are my age. We we were the born kids in, are your age, you're right? You're forty eight, <laughs> but year old third we grader. Hey, the, kid, could you pass? We were born in the seventies, maybe late sixties, and the maybe early eighties. And we grew up in the eighties and the nineties, and went to college in the nineties, where no one cared about race. No one. Cared. I I talked to my black friends from college and or even high school, and I'm like, my God, what is what has happened? No one cares. No one cares what your sexuality is. No one cares what race you are. No one really cares. And it's a problem that we're teaching these kids this stuff. And it drives me absolutely insane. My kids didn't even know what the word racist was until my daughter was in third grade because she got called one by a black girl. And she didn't know. In third grade. She said, Dad, at dinner, Daddy, what's a racist? That's a conversation you have to have with your third grader nowadays. That's when you go really fast in your car. <laughs> right. And I shut up and eat your peas. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. I, I don't want to deal with that with you. No, I had to explain it to her yeah. because her school was very, very, very diverse, which was great. Because my wife and I don't care. But this nowadays, all this diversity and inclusion, oh, my God. Get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Thank you. Or in daycare, those are who are at parents' houses because you know most people, even on a snow day like me, we still go to work. So my kids, I, I've had enough of that clip because yeah. it's it, it's really it, it it just turned into more nonsense and gobbledygook <laughs> as we went along. So the final clip is Quinter and Battler battle minus the R, minus the R. Dude, this was good. This was fun. I'd like to ask. In addition, do our teachers get paid during spring break? Yes. Okay, so that washes away the idea that the uh, we're wasting the money because we've already got five days that we'll get paid anyway for not working. That doesn't make so any sense. They get no, paid for 180 days. Well, no, what you said Let was false. And then she goes on later to prove exactly how correct he was, but why, disagreeing why was with she him. interrupting him anyway? I uh, I don't know. White girl privilege. Maybe. <laughs> Fine, but I'll finish first. Now, so far, this is not missing school for weeks and months. We're talking a maximum of five days. I dare anyone here to say that they never skipped the day of school and that it did them irrevocable, irrevocable harm. I didn't bother. That they, uh, you know, somehow they've been, uh, that missing days has affected them for the rest of their life. I'm stupid. I know I did it, and I'll be the first to admit it. I went swimming down in the pond down there with uh, a young lady. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! We were nudies. <laughs> So you set the stage. Yes. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, he's correct, but I, I love the the example he gives. Went swimming with a young lady at the pond. <laughs> you know, it immediately brought up when I was running for school board. Uh-oh. And you swam with, with, with Connie? No. In a pond? I don't swim. I don't do recreational water. I don't. don't. You, you don't swim? I don't swim. Are you afraid of water? I don't know. I know how to swim. I think it's beneath me. We'll get into another thing You can do a couple laps in your, in your tub. <laughs> <laughs> so back to my story. 
So so when when you I was running bastard. for when I was running for school board, yes, Quinter was on the board. Okay, and there was some uh, transgender kid issue going on, where uh, uh, using the opposite bathroom mm-hmm. type of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. And it was making people uncomfortable. It was making him very uncomfortable. And he he was he was on his soapbox. And he, I'll be damned if some boy's going to go in my granddaughter's bathroom. That's not going to happen. And he's going off. And one of the people that I got elected with was Jasmine Hacker. Jasmine, young mother. Jasmine was maybe 32 at the time. Nice looking woman. So <laughs> Bob, he knew her probably from when she was a little kid. And he's like searching for something. And he turns to her and he goes, he goes Jasmine, you want to take a shower with me? Oh, Jesus. And, and like the entire room fell silent, but I was laughing my ass off. I mean, out loud laughter. I'm positive if you, if you pull the video of that, you will hear me Is laughing. Is there a video of it? I got to look. I, I doubt that it's up anymore. They probably, it's, you know, five or six years ago. Mm. But it's it's just another one. Of those. I was there with a young lady. Want to take a shower? I agree with Bob. It's awesome. That's I, I I love the He's, the. He is full of 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 examples. Yeah, you, you know, and again, what you were saying about <coughs> the beards growing on you, everything about him is starting to grow on me. Yes. It's really friggin' weird. And he's actually been uh, been questioning some of the spending, too, which is good, too. Yeah. From one of the things that I've heard about him, he would okay any spending whatsoever. Back in the day, exactly. It was a lot better than going to school. I happen to miss my award ceremony, too. But anyway, <laughs> the extra days are just a tool. And I brought this up before. We're talking like the kids are going to be thrown out of the school for a month. It's not costing us any extra because we've already wasted money because we've got a spring break. We know that if we do it in June, that the kids are going to be gone anywhere because we've already established that families uh, don't plan around the school year anymore, which I always did. My dad always did. But... And his dad You're making a mole, a mountain trail, out of a molehill these damn five days. We've got somebody yeah, who's been dedicated to education her whole life, and she, we're going to make the decision now instead of letting her do it. I'm for giving, giving the uh, option to Dr. Haller, and I thank you. He's right. Mm-hmm. He's right. We're paying her 170 grand a year. Make a decision. Mm-hmm. If you're wrong, believe me, we'll let you know about it. Yeah. If you screw it up, you're going to find out about We're half it. Through, halfway through winter right now. Right. Depends which way you look at it. Yeah. Has she done anything wrong about one of picking days? No. No. She not that I'm she, aware. She thinks she did. Well, of course. Day, but I said, that's why I said to her, you're not going to make everybody happy. No. Gonna you're going to get 50% at best. And uh, yeah, okay. That's how that conversation went. And Dr. Haller, I do appreciate you, but now but you're wrong. All over you. When you give I love how they have to preface it, like, like I love you, but now I got a shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone says something really. Listen, I really like that shirt, but it looks like shit on you. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate you, but now I'm going to do my monkey impression where I throw poop at you. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way, but... <laughs> you're an asshole, <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> Basically what you're saying. Uh-huh. A five-day um, 
spring break that they're getting paid. They get paid for 180 days a year. They choose how they get paid for it. They can. Okay, so wait, wait. So the teachers get paid for 180 days. Explain to me why, and I went back and looked at it, and I did the search. School started on August 29th and lets out, I think, on June 11th. That's 282 days. Mm -hmm. 282 days between those two dates. So how do you determine which of the 180 you're paying the teachers for? Right. You're ne- it's not about 180 days. No. That's the requirement that they, that you must the be in school. The state has it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with their pay. This is no. such a nonsense point. This is a dumb que- this is a dumb point that she's making too because they don't net- well they get paid a- 180 days. Yeah, but they also get paid year round. So the point is is you're not Well, they can choose. That's my point. They it's can that- choose to get I'm- paid for the school year or year round. Well aware. Right. So what I'm talking about is, is that she's going to complain to the teachers that pick throughout the year paychecks and say, well, we paid you for July. We paid you for weeks in July. That's, Very good. That's my point. Is like That's the implication. Really, I don't think she's really understanding what she's talking about. I, I think she's completely lost. <laughs> they can get paid over the entire year. They can get paid just over the 180 days. They can get paid... She thinks that the school year is literally 180 days. She doesn't realize that it's 282 days and that they're in school 180 of those 282. She's on the school board with that lack of knowledge. Let's just mark it up as a brain fart. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the fact that the spring break is in the middle of it has nothing to do with how much or how they're getting paid. Well, then I, what I, I said I, when, you, when you talk about a FID day, a FID day is a day outside of school where a teacher still gets paid but is not required to actually physically teach. It's one of the 180 between August 29th and July 11th. That's 180 days that they get paid for. Okay, what's what's? I'd love to answer these questions because everyone thinks I bash his teacher into, because I talk about the raises that he got this last year. A, I have a question problem with it because there's certain people that were voted for it that have it bettered their household income. But my wife's a teacher of 21 years. Now I would love to ask her. So, and this all the teachers and extras should love to if there are any extra teachers listening. And you'll know I'm a husband of a teacher because of this. I would love to ask her, how many hours of those 180 days are they being paid for? So there's 180 days. What? How many hours in those 180 days do you expect? Each hundred day of the 180, how how much of the hours? How many hours do you expect the teachers to work? That is proscribed in the contract, right? But it's it's not the reality because they take shit home, grade papers. That is et exactly my point because. Yeah. My wife gets to work an hour early, okay? My wife doesn't get home till 5.30. Right. My wife, or, or 5 o'clock, she also grades papers throughout the week and even on weekends. Yeah. So sometimes she does it from 7 to 9. Sometimes she does it 8 to 9 or every day, certain days, or even during the weekends. You know what I mean? I so hear what, you. What, what, is, what, is, what is Andrea going to be like, hey... I would, she's gonna ask. She's gonna put a policy. I'd like to make a motion to have time cards for teachers. 
<laughs> and you will not work outside of these hours. Right. If you're working, we're going to have an electronic time card with an app on your phone that you have to take a picture of your time card. It goes into the mainframe and tells us when you're working. And your phone shuts down. Right. So you're wrong. I apologize Doctor, if that's in Tell me what the difference between me giving them off Thursday and me giving them off the entire week of May 20th is. What's the difference? It's a day off. They're not working. They're could I share? Could I share my thoughts before yeah, Fista comes yeah, right here? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> before Bob throws Andrea hundred yards, <laughs> can I weigh in before fisticuffs break out? Bob's like, listen, I went walking in the woods yesterday and pulled out a tick out of my beard bigger than you, lady. <laughs> uh, just you know, again, and I said it back at the committee of the whole meeting. Um, you know, we are talking about five days. I feel like I have complete trust in Dr. Haller to use these flexible instruction days as a tool as she sees needed. Um, I think it is uh, basically uh, saying to her, if we do not allow this, that we don't trust you. We don't trust you to make the right decision. And I, I just don't agree with that. I, I think she has the power and she knows better than any of us when a fit day is appropriate to be called. Um, the, the other thing... Plus it's one person. Do you what want am all I these knuckleheads coming together and then, okay, what if they don't come? Okay, we're going to have to get everybody together and make a decision whether it's a, a fit day or not. Oh, yeah. Or a snow day or not. We're all going to have to vote. Well, what happens if you come to that that somebody abstains and it comes to an even, even vote? Mm -hmm. Well, then we're just... It's up. It's up in the air. Kids go to school. And then say someone crashes. That's the whole reason why why Christie's very very, you know what I mean about what I guess it happened a couple of weeks ago. Her daughter was on on the bus when that snow happened. I guess there was something that happened on the bus. Right, I don't know. Right, right. But this is it, this is the part why, like I said to her, then I just said to you on here, you're not going to make anybody happy. It, do, it doesn't matter. So if I was the board member, you got it, honey. You got it. It's all on you. You take it. Yeah, I, I'm paying you. <laughs> What are we paying you 170 grand a uh -huh. year for? Go do your job. Yep. Go I'm do it. I'm not making 170 thousand dollars a year being a board member. Nope. I, I'll, I'll give it to you. That's what they're supposed to do here. Sure, go. What's the adverse of that? What's the opposite of that? Andrea wants them all to vote on when when the kids should have closed school and do fid days and whatnot. I, I think ultimately they don't want to give her fid days at all to use that's what this vote I was get that about aspect of it then then who's gonna who's gonna make the decision what the kids either stay there, no there will not? be no fit days it will be a snow day or and that will be made up at the end at of the a, year or taking it out of spring break whatever they have done since the beginning of time so, well, right beginning of time but you know beginning of time i don't think they had snow days back in the day yes they did <laughs> i don't think so of course because really Sure. What did they call around? It, it, yes. <laughs> I mean, there was no phones. No, they would ring the bell. If you didn't hear the bell, no school that day. I don't know. <laughs> they, no, of course, they didn't have 180-day rules back then either. No, and they probably fit it all into, like, before noon. Because <laughs> yeah. the kids had to go back and work the farms. Well, the the other side of that is swim with the with a lady down in the pond. <laughs> right, Bob. With a young lady. Come in. 
<laughs> and I missed an award ceremony, by the way. I got my award, though. <laughs> I was up at Lover's Lane and wait, no, wrong story. We were watching the submarine races. Issue with is there, there, there's been some comments flying around that this is a vacation day for teachers or teachers aren't doing anything. My understanding was teachers are still involved. They are supporting the children, taking uh, answering questions. They're doing a morning check-in. When okay, so so that's that. Yeah, I, I, I have my. I would just put it on Christy. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm paying you. Go do it. And I do think way too much time has been spent on that. Well, the they are. In the last meeting was it the last meeting they had with us? Yeah, this? yeah, the Cal meeting, sure. And then this one. And yeah. this was just a budget. Wasn't this this? Uh, was this the uh, the voting meeting? meeting? This is the voting meeting. Yeah, it's just like, dude, it's it's like it's really a thing where it's you either trust her to do her job or you don't. In which case, you got to make yourself available to be in that office every day to make every decision yeah. over her shoulder. If not, she said she wants this. She wants. Uh, fid days, she wants the option. Good for her. Then give it to her. Mm -hmm. If she fails, you'll find out about it at the end of the year and hold her accountable one way or the other. And then guess what? Then change the policy. That's because right. if what you're going to do, change the other people, because three voted against us to give that to Christy, right? Yeah. So what you're going to wind up doing is, is if she does it and she does it a way that doesn't work out and is bad, you can change the policy. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get those get the other people that voted for it to change their vote. Right. What has she done to not think that she could handle this? I don't know. She's doing a great job. Leave she's her. she's doing a fine job. Let her fail. Mm -hmm. Let her fail or succeed on her own. Yeah. And that is, honestly, it's not the biggest deal in the world. That's why I said we spend so much damn time on this. Yeah. World's not going to end. Well, you, you know, I mean, they're they're real good at beating things to death. Solar arrays. <laughs> oh yeah. uh, the solar solar arrays. Last year it was the uh it was the the the, the, the tax incentives for businesses yeah. that they spent six or eight hours on. Yeah. A, a, a absolute outrage. Where that was the year before, I guess. But at any rate, um yeah, that's uh, so that that's everything we have. You wanna do some calls? We can try. All right, so six ten four five one seven zero eight five. 610-451-7085 if you would like to weigh in on FID days or on that ridiculous email that Kev read. Yeah, that was unreal. It's that disconcerting. Hey, well, why don't we uh, have somebody do a motion to see if we can give you the information that you're due and have the rights to. Why don't we do a motion to see if we can take phone calls? Um, I'll put a motion through. Jerry, I put a I motion that we at the Extra Underground take phone calls. I second. Motion passes. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes. Yeah, there we go. We're taking phone calls. 610-451-7085 to weigh in. So, I, I mean, that's, it, it, it's dude, insanity. Insanity reigns in this township. And it's worse now that, that Betsy's on their side, which I initially thought maybe she would be a, a mediator in the middle. And she's just shown her to be a clown just like the rest of them. 
I I don't understand that email at all. I don't. It makes no sense because she's advocating for a policy to keep information away. From a guy who was elected. By the people. (laughs) It's unreal. Well, I guess it's easier when you have your own little tyrants on your side. (laughs) You got the tyrant quotient going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all going to work perfectly, isn't it? The, the the Three Stooges. The Three Stooges. Or Four Stooges. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's any, all coming. Any way you look at it. Okay, so we do have T-shirts available mm-hmm. for sale. You can go to exeterexaminer.us and go to where it says Exeter Underground Store, the tab across the top. And you can get either a Defrain or a Four Gator One T-shirt. I'm preferable to the four gator one. They're very, yes. It's elementary. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And and it it's uh they're twenty eight dollars. They're very nice material. They're very soft. That they are. Just got mine washed, put them in the in my armor um yesterday. See? You haven't worn it yet? I'm gonna wear it to the gym tomorrow. Other than the model. Other than the model. Yeah. I Did you go look at it? I cut your head out. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm going to wear one in the morning. If it's if it's warm, it's going to be warm. Then I can I have to normally wear a sweatshirt. If it's like no sweatshirt, fifty degrees or no over, sweatshirt. I don't wear a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. And yeah, I don't wear any clothes in the gym. That's quite as <laughs> everyone throws up, dude. That that's <laughs> standard operating procedure. No, but I'll just wear a t-shirt. I'll throw that four gator one on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would if I were you. Well, I'm going. Yeah, no one's going to punch you. <laughs> Watch somebody come up to me at a gym and like, oh, you're that guy. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Who are you? Step up. Who? Step up, Roy. That's what I just say. Who? <laughs> Who? That is the Exeter Underground number 44. We thank you for listening. If you want to, if there's any portion of the show that you missed and you want to uh, refresh it in your head, Podcast will be available almost immediately after. Check the Exeter Examiner's Facebook page for the link or get it at your favorite podcatcher. It's a lot quicker up when we don't have any curse words that we have to edit out. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be a very long show, Kev. This is going to be uh, nearly two hours. Wow. Did we spend an hour on that? On that, <laughs> on that ridiculous letter. Oh, yeah. yeah. On that outrageous letter. I thought that was going to be 10 minutes. No way, dude. It was almost an hour. It was, wor- it was worth the hour because it was, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, between that and uh, Truck 911. <laughs> there you go, Bus 27. That's where you did. Dave uses in the building. Okay. Look it's out your windows. Me. If you ever hear sirens now from now on. <laughs> Dave, Dave uses in your neighborhood. <laughs> Look out your windows. You may see him like Santa Claus. We do every Christmas. <laughs> Here comes Dave Hughes. Preceded by, uh, or, or uh, followed shortly after by Clarence Ham. <laughs> so uh, next week we can talk about elections. Because it, there's, dude... I don't want to give the names, but by next week, I think we'll... Well, no, we won't Are have they public them. yet? No, not yet, but... but uh, Semi-public to what? There are, from what I understand, eight people running for supervisor. Eight people. 
the Three Stooges, mm-hmm. and Five Sane People that I'm aware of. Nice. Yeah, Five Non-Tyrants. That would be a great band name, Five Non-Tyrants. It's a little long. It is, but still. James 1969 says, explain where the four Gator One came from. I understand the four group vote, but where did Gator come from? Go ahead, Kev. Well, it's the less than and or greater than sign. So Michelle had thought that Dave Hughes, the one, is stopping people or stopping the uh, forward movement and policies of the township to their four. So that's why the four is less than one. So it's Kev designed it as the less four. than sign. So it says four gator and the gators eating the one because one is greater than four in Michelle's mind. Right, and and he's got there, there's an eye yep, so you can on see the, the thing, and there are teeth. The, the greater sign is an alligator. When I was a little kid, yeah. So when I was a little kid, and we were learning those signs that were greater than, equal to, or yeah. less than, it was the teacher always said the first thing is and is, you know, it's eating the bigger one. So you could always tell the gator is eating, <laughs> eating the larger number, but it's backwards on ours because Michelle's a. Yeah. A buffoon. <laughs> right. So so go check it, James, go check it out on exerexaminer.us. And because I've got a picture of the of the t-shirt. I actually Kev wearing the t-shirt. And you'll see what it looks like. And maybe you want to order one. Yeah. How about that? Huh. <laughs> Plus you get, I mean, it's it's a great shirt to wear locally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We get more people to wear them. What I would love to do is get these into as many hands as possible and have people wear them to the meetings. Yes. And turn their chairs around to where they have to look at the back. Especially when the supervisors are talking because that's what they do to to the people that speak. It's true. Especially Ted. It's true. They don't look at people. I also want to, I'm telling you, I put a message out to my one guy to do decals. I think he's probably a little bit... Busy because I haven't heard back from him, but I have another guy I can do decals for the extra yes. underground. Yeah, those little little one about that pop popping about that big. I got somebody. Circle one. I know you do. I got a couple of people. We can we could get three quotes, Jerry. <laughs> we could get three quotes. <laughs> Our policy book here at the extra underground says that we have to get <laughs> three, three quotes. <laughs> James says I thought Vomer was making up words again. <laughs> <laughs> Great comment. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. We appreciate your uh, your kind attention. It is, uh, well, dude, 9 o'clock. Time to go, man. Yeah, it is. Time to go. And as soon as I can find the outro, we can go. Where the hell's the outro? There it is. It's the thing that says... Outro? Outro X Underground. Hmm. That sounds Latin, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of? Yeah, I'm not brushed up on much Latin. Outro X underground. My father took it when he was in school, in high school, but they don't think they teach Latin in school anymore, do they? Latin's dead. It's over. It's over, Johnny. Yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Hey.